what is going on grinders it's chief we're in the building it is take your pick them it is wednesday it is hump day july 26 2023 and uh, i am elated to come on with all of you beautiful people and talk about today's slate oh Got the glasses on. Forgot for production purposes. We want to keep those glasses off. There's a little glare there. Uh, at any rate, thank you guys for joining me uh, once again. And uh, we're going to hop right in. Good morning, Boom. Thanks so much for joining me, brother. Uh, it is a pleasure to serve all of you. Here we go. We're going to kick it off. It is winning. Words of wisdom. This is actually probably my favorite segment of the show outside of the picks, of course. There are only two segments, but... I like this one. This one is coming from Goldie Hahn. And Goldie Hahn says, the ability to remain calm and focused in stressful situations is central to making positive decisions. And I agree with that totally, Goldie. Obviously, things aren't going to go your way all the time. Life isn't perfect. Life is full of imperfections. And there, there's beauty in the imperfections as well. However, when situations get stressful and when you start to become squeezed, remain calm, stay focused, keep grinding. And guess what? Your mind will stay clear. You'll continually make positive decisions. You'll continue to think clearly. You'll continue uh, to view life in a positive way. And in turn, things will continue to turn for you, continue to have positive outcomes in your life in whatever situation that you are dealing with. So grateful to get that out this morning. Love that one from Goldie Hahn. Jeff, good morning, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for joining me. Uh, my cat, good morning. Thanks for joining me, my friend. Thanks for joining me. Jason, good morning. Thank you for joining us. All right. We're going to hop right in. Uh, one of the things I will say is, man, I, I just love the fact that underdog has increased their MLB offerings. Now we can get pitching outs, we can get strikeouts, we can get fantasy points, we can get pitch counts, we can get hits allowed. Underdog, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. This has been fantastic. I thank for your site. Dan, good morning. Thank you for joining us. I think this has been fantastic for underdog to increase those offerings. Randall, good morning. Thanks for joining us. All right, we're going to hop right in. I know some plays on the board were moving a little bit this morning. We had one in the prop shop that we got on. I'm going to talk about that one, but that's not going to be included in the official tally. Uh, but that was Brandon Marsh. We got on him uh, at 24 and a half fantasy points on underdog, and I think he's bumped to 22. Uh, I We still think that's actually okay. Just want to kind of hand that out to the people uh, and uh, see how you guys felt about that. All right, we're going to kick this thing off. We're starting out. In, uh, in Chicago today, we got a match of Chicago versus Chicago. It's the White Sox versus the Cubs. And I am going to be on some Marcus Stroman offerings today. Marcus Stroman is coming in at 27 and a half fantasy points. I want more than that projection. He's got four and a half strikeouts as well. I actually want more than that projection, but I am going to be targeting the fantasy points. And here's why. One of the things I like about Marcus Stroman, he has been giving up some runs lately, but He's typically a guy that's going to keep the ball on the ground. He's going to eat through innings. He will pick up some strikeouts. And uh, typically, he's going to get the six innings. Let's get our quality start, and let's ride this thing to the money. So 
one of the things about Marcus Stroman, our particular projections for RG, we do have him projected. The Roto Grinders projections for a little, like pretty much right at five strikeouts. We've got him at four and a half strikeouts on the fantasy sites. We're going to actually count both of these in the tally today. I, I am running a split on this one with Stroman fantasy points and Stroman strikeouts. Both will count in the tally. I want more than four and a half strikeouts. I also want more than 27 and a half fantasy points. Uh, good thing for this one, underdog and price picks are identical. 27 and a half fantasy points on price picks. 27 and a half fantasy points on underdog, four and a half, four and a half strikeouts, excuse me, on prize picks, four and a half strikeouts on underdog. I'm going to be playing these on both sites, four and a half strikeouts. I will post this stuff in the prop shop, but if I post anything with uh, Strowman, which I will, just know they're identical on both sites. So whatever I post, you can get it that way. One of the things I like about strikeouts here, Strowman has never historically been a high strikeout pitcher, okay? So that's that's not what this is about. This is really more so about the White Sox. There's one to two low-key bats in Benintendi and Yasmani Grandal. Outside of that, everybody's 20% and above. We've got Anderson at 22, Robert at 28, Jimenez at 24, Moncada at 25, Vaughn at 22, Berger at 33, Colas at 29 and a half. And this is the projected lineup. I think it's going to be fairly similar to this. And so I think Strowman will have his opportunities. He has a long enough leash to get there as well. So that's four and a half strikeouts. The strikeouts I'm targeting more because the White Sox are striking out a ton. In terms of the fantasy points, I'm targeting, as you know, Marcus Strowman, in terms of ground balls, look at what he's throwing. This guy is a 50% sinker pitcher, which means we want he wants to try and keep the ball on the ground. This will help him get through innings. So as long as Babbitt is on his side today, we should see an opportunity where he gets through six innings fairly efficiently. And that's what I'm looking for. So my hope is he can go six innings, five strikeouts, maybe give up a run or two. If he does that, he'll clear fantasy points. He'll clear strikeouts. And if he's in line for the win, uh, we may be okay there as well. So I do like the fantasy points a good deal uh, today with him just because he can finish with four strikeouts but still hit the fantasy points. Uh, but I do think that the opportunity today, I think it's increased today for him to pick up four and a half strikeouts because of the situation. Once again, we do see a fair amount of strikeouts here in this lineup for the Chicago White Sox. Our projections agree uh, with more than a four and a half uh, strikeout projection. Our projections have five strikeouts. I do think the bat is around 4.6, so a little lower on it than me and a little lower on it than the roto Grinders projections. But I think based on these K rates and, and how Marcus Stroman has pitched, you know, pretty much his whole career. I, I think he can pick up five strikeouts here. And I, I definitely like the fantasy points as well because I do think he can get through some innings fairly efficiently. Okay, we're moving right along. We are going to our next one. And this one probably won't be a surprise. We've been targeting this team all season. And, folks, I just want to apologize to you. In fact, you know, I didn't go by recap. Let's go by recap. We're going to squeeze that in right here. Please forgive me. On the month, we are 24-50-1 on yesterday. France, we wanted less than five strikeouts. We got the W there. Kirby, we wanted more than 30 and a half strikeouts. We took the L. And, and Erod, we wanted more than six strikeouts. We took the L there. Folks, I just want to apologize to you. I got very... Uh, I don't want to say sidetrack. I don't want to say sidetrack. I, I just, I think I made a mistake, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Yesterday, we took the the fantasy points prop for for Kirby, and I don't think, I don't think it was a bad play. I don't think it was the best play. Strikeouts is always best 
against the Minnesota Twins, okay? Always best. And I, I went with the fantasy points. I thought it was too low. The man got blown up and still got nine strikeouts. And that's on me. So I want to apologize to all of you. I'm going to own that. I should have went with strikeouts. And that, that was a period of reflection. When I sat back and thought about it last night, I said, you know what? Ah, oh, that was a bad, that was not a bad decision. It was a mistake. Should have went with the strikeouts. Always strikeouts against the Minnesota Twins, which is going to lead us to Bryce Miller. Look, I'm not being fooled today. Uh, we're going Bryce Miller more than five strikeouts, folks. We, every day, every time the Twins are on the slate, if we've got a pitcher that's reasonable in the strikeout department, Bryce Miller on the season, 23%. Overall, 60% to lefties, 29% to righties. I don't like his K-rate to lefties. I, I'm going to admit that I don't like it. But some of these lefties, Julian at 31, Larnick at 32, Gallo at 41, gives me enough hope to continually invest in this five strikeout prop flat. Uh, he's at 27% in the last 30 days, still 16% to lefties, 35% to righties. So I'm going to tell you, a little bit of caution, he's not striking out lefties nearly as much as he's striking out righties, but there are lefties in this lineup like Julian, Larnack, uh, Willie Castro is going to bat for the left side of the plate today at 27%, and Gallo at 41. There's enough strikeouts from the lefties that give me great encouragement that we can hit this one today. At 35% over the past 30 days, but 29% on the season to righties, I think the righties will have some trouble. Now, he's not going to see a lot. He's going to see a fair amount of lefties. He'll see Correa. He'll see Vasquez. Everybody else is going to be a lefty. So we're banking on these highest strikeout guys uh, to get there for us. I think he'll get Correa once. I think he gets Vasquez once. He probably gets Gallo once, probably gets Larnick once. Now, where and probably gets Julian once, as an example. If he gets one of these guys in the middle early, Krilov, Kepler, Walnut, those guys are still above 20%. I'm, I'm not saying that they're like 15 and 4% guys. Like uh, like you like you'll see with uh, Luis Sarias, they're not that low. So and I as, as you remember my mantra, low strikeout doesn't mean no strikeout. Okay, uh, but all, all in all, I think there are enough opportunities here for him to pick up the six strikeouts that we need. We've seen this team just strike out tremendously over the season, and so I want to continue to side with Bryce Miller here at five strikeouts. Our projections have him at 5.8. Let's check the bat. I don't usually, I don't pull up the bat every time. Let's pull up the bat and kind of see where we are. Uh, the bat is a projection system that I use. Just help me make a few decisions. Uh, and we're going to go with Mr. Miller. And look, oh, the bat has him at 4.4. So see, the bat's a lot lower than I am on Mr. Miller. It's actually, and also lower than our particular Roto-Grinder standard projection. I just think this matchup continues to yield fantasy goodness for us. I think it's going to yield us the results. At least I hope that we need to. Five strikeouts, I want more than that projection for Bryce Miller. All right. We're moving on to our next one. And this one, it's it's going to be close to the same. There are a couple different options that I like. But one of the things that I know about the Arizona Diamondbacks, they just continuously, folks, and I do mean continuously, they've given teams problems this season. They've given starting pitchers problems. We've got Jack Flaherty. He's at 29 and a half fantasy points on prize picks, and I think he's the same. Yes, he's the same on underdog. I want less than this projection for Flaherty today. I'm hoping Arizona comes out early in the afternoon at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time and does what they are supposed to do. 
Look at what we've got here for Flaherty over the past 30 days. He's actually struggling with lefties. Uh, 21% uh, over the past 30 days, 14% to lefties, 27% to righties, 22% on the season, 18% to lefties, 27% to righties. Another guy that's really doing it up with righties. The difference is, the difference in this particular situation, folks, is the Arizona Diamondbacks are a much lower strikeout team overall. And this is a team that's been a much better offense overall. So we've got Perdomo up top, Marte, Carroll, Walker, Guriel. He's going to have some trouble up top, I hope, uh, because he also has a walk issue on the season. And we see Perdomo 13% walk rate. Keitel Marte 10% walk rate. Corbin Carroll 10% walk rate. If he walks the wrong guys at the top of this lineup, here would be the ideal start for Jack Flaherty in my eyes, folks. Walk Perdomo, walk Marte, Carroll gets a three-run home run, and we are off to the races with a good start for our under 29.5 fantasy points. Once again, you're going to get that on underdog and prize picks. So it's not that I think and Flaherty has been better as the season has gone along. But once again, folks, Arizona has been problematic for a lot of teams, and so I'm hoping they show up today. We're going to see here that Flaherty is going to be mostly a fastball guy, 45% fastball in a 94-mile-power variety. When we look at the fastball, we're going to see this team is hitting fastballs pretty well. They're not being fooled. Corbin Carroll, 522 ISO on the fastball. Christian Walker, 274 ISO on the fastball. Alec Thomas, lefty at the bottom of this lineup, 318 ISO on the fastball. Now, once again, as I will always say, team most teams aren't going to hit slide as well as a team. So we see here at the top of this lineup, the guys are hitting sliders pretty well. As we get to the bottom here with Guriel and lower, uh, we're starting to see the strikeouts climb. Guriel does sit in a 283 ISO, though. Looks really good here today in a 350 Woba. Has some good power and hopefully he can get on base. Perdomo and Marte look really good, though, against the slider. 250 ISO, 583 ISO, 26% walk rate, and an 11% walk rate, which means Perdomo is not being fooled if that slider is tailing out of the zone in a way. So really like this particular spot for us where we've got Flaherty at 29.5 fantasy points. I think this is an opportunity for Arizona to continue to push the issue and continue to produce like the good offense that they've been throughout the course of the season. All right, folks, we're going to go over our recap, and then we will get you folks out of here. So we're going to start at the top with Marcus Stroman. We've got two opportunities for Marcus Stroman. Both will count in the official tally. We've got Stroman at 27.5 fantasy points on prize picks and underdog. We want more than that projection. We've got 4.5 strikeouts for Marcus Stroman on prize picks and underdog. We want more than that projection. We've got Bryce Miller at five strikeouts on prize picks and underdog. At least the last time I checked, we want more than that projection. And then we've got Flaherty at 29 and a half fantasy points. We want less than that projection. That's on prize picks and underdog. Folks, thanks so much for joining me on Take Your Pick'em. I'm Chief. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep. And I'll see you tomorrow.